Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Dobry večer and welcome to the Bohemian Podcast with Piet Coleman and Travis Doe. Hello and welcome to the Bohemian Podcast. I'm your host, Pete Coleman. And later in tonight's show, Travis Dow will join us. As it's summertime, I find it a good opportunity to hit the roads here in Czech Republic and explore this wonderful country. Moravia is a culturally rich region in Czech Republic, and it is situated in the far southeastern part of this nation. Brno is the de facto capital of the area, and it is the second largest city in the country. Our destination episode focuses tonight on the often overlooked gem of the Czech Republic, the city of Brno. Brno has a population of about 400,000 inhabitants and specializes as a tech hub for many big-name corporations, second only to Prague. Many tourists visit Czech Republic with a few places on their mind, most likely Prague and the UNESCO heritage site Chesky Krumlov. But if you have ever listened to this podcast, you will know that there are so many more wonderful places that you should visit while you're in Czechia. This region of Moravia is one such area that will amaze you. Castles, rolling hills, beautiful nature, and some pretty good wine all await you here. The city of Brno is settled in a great location. It's about a two and a half hour car drive southeast of Prague and only a few hours drive north of Vienna, Austria. Brno stands out with its own unique identity. I have been to Brno many times for a variety of reasons, business, sightseeing, concerts, but every time I go there, I'm still surprised at discovering something new. There is a unique feel to the city that differentiates itself from Prague. You know, it's funny to talk with Czechs about their views of slightly different regions and people in this republic. Dialect differences, sports team preferences, ancient cultural differences are all topics that can cause mild arguments between Moravians and Praguers. Even the perceived difference in a Moravian or Bohemian woman's looks or attitudes towards intimate relations can be called into question during a heated discussion in a pub. That being said, there is a healthy rivalry between the two cities. Brno knows how to throw a great celebration. Summertime is filled with great activities. Festivals are greatly anticipated and Brno residents and Moravians in general like to party. Music and cultural fests are often commonplace here in the late spring and summer months. One of the biggest being June's firework bonanza called the Flame of Brno. This firework and pyrotechnic display is the biggest show of its kind in Central Europe and usually attracts one to 200,000 visitors. Hey there, Travis Dow. Trav, I know that you've spent some time touring through this part of Moravia and Brno. Uh, you know that this area is jam-packed with legends and traditions. So maybe this is a good time to tell our listeners about Brno's rich traditions. Yes, Pete, that's right. Traditions in Moravia are great, and so are the legends. Let's dive into some of the better stories we find in Brno. Like, there, I mean, there's several, but the best known is probably the legend of the Brno dragon. It is said there was a terrible creature terrorizing the citizens of Brno. The people had never seen such a beast before, so they called it a dragon. They trembled in fear of the dragon until a brave man decided to kill the monster 
by tricking it into eating a carcass filled with lime. In reality, the dragon was actually a crocodile, um, the preserved body of which is now displayed at the entrance of the old town hall of Brno. Crocodile, dragon motifs, these are both very common in Brno. And by the way, in Czech, a crocodile is the local stuffed baguette, just in case these, uh, you know, legends start to build up an appetite. In fact, the train, uh, the inner city train going from Prague to Brno is called the Brnenski Drak, the Brno Dragon. Several sports teams, obviously, have taken on the, the dragon name and mascot. And next to the dragon at the Old Town Hall, the town's second well-known emblem is displayed. This is a wagon wheel made from a tree found and felled 50 miles away from the city. According to the story, a local man placed a bet to fell the tree, uh, make a wheel out of it, and to roll the wheel to the city of Brno, all within a single day. And... This was considered impossible by normal, mere mortals, and uh, so the bet was taken, and the, and the man was later, which is very common in uh, Moravian themes, uh, the man was called, was said to have called upon the devil for assistance, and he died in poverty as a result. Finally, my all-time favorite legend of Brno, the noon ringing of the town bell at 11 o'clock. Uh, that's right, you heard me right. The local Petrov Cathedral rings noon, an hour earlier at 11. This isn't like some uh, resistance against daylight savings or anything. This is all based on a historic trickery by the Moravians when they were surrounded by the Swede army in 1645. The Swedes were trying to wear down the Moravians with their siege, but it wasn't working. And so the Swedish general told his artillery that if the Moravians did not surrender by noon, they would retreat and break off the siege. This news got out to the Moravians, and to avoid a protracted hour of attack, the general told the clergy to ring the bells an hour early at 11 a.m. to trick the Swedes into thinking it was noon. So, today, it is best not to try to set your watch by the so-called noon bells of Petrov Cathedral. All right, what else you got? Thanks, Trav. This is a great setup for one of our next subjects on Brno's history, the Thirty Years' War Siege of 1643 to 1645. During the Thirty Years' War, Brno was the only city to successfully defend itself against Swedish sieges, thereby allowing the Austrian Empire time to regroup its armies and repel the Swedes. Every year, there's also a military reenactment of one of Brno's most seminal moments in history, the defense against the Swedish army during that Thirty Years' War. And that's right, you've heard me correctly. The Swedish army made it all the way down to Moravia and stayed as unwelcome guests for several years. Spielberg Castle was the high ground held by the Moravians, and they did a Herculean job of protecting the city from the Swedish siege. Every year, Swedish reenactors drag heavy cannons and muskets up the steep Castle Hill, clad in their bright blue uniforms, yelling and struggling in the heat to try to capture the castle. Many onlookers will cheer them on as they try to make to the top, but remember, this is the high ground for the Moravians, so the good guys always win. Brave defenders repelled the attack. Now, there are other locations in the city that also participate in this reenactment, including some local parks, and they usually show the reenacted cavalry charges and troop charges against the Bruno barricades. It is a loud spectacle with gunpowder explosions and a Moravian equivalent to a maybe an American rebel yell. 
So this thing's kind of quiet down here. The uh, the battle uh, is over, <laughs> and uh, uh, it was pretty loud, of course. Uh, this this is a remarkably different battle than we see, uh, with different type of reenactors and different skill sets and different type of uh, uh, tactics to, to the specific period that we're talking about here in the in the uh, in the 17th century. So uh, different from some of the other reenactments that we've seen with Napoleonic battles or uh, World War II reenactments or uh, something along those lines. But but really what is uh, the big takeaway here is that uh, Brunoa re remembers the time that their city, their city was laid siege to by the Swedes and they came out victorious. Uh, and uh, towards the end of this, you heard the church bells ring out here today. And uh, that's kind of a neat sort of uh, topic as we'll talk about on the show. A little bit about uh, what uh, they say saved the city by just changing a clock and fool the Swedes to leave their ramparts a little earlier, at least an hour earlier. This is one thing that I think you need to take part in if you ever get a chance to come down here midsummer uh, to Brno and see what the Brno days are like uh, when all the museums are open and uh, there's special events going on at Spielberg Castle uh, and throughout the city. So it really is a, a neat thing and very special to see a reenactment right in front of us here today on the Bohemian Podcast. Other great military events have occurred in or around Brno. In the years following the Thirty Years' War, the city became an impregnable Baroque fortress. By 1742, the Prussians vainly attempted to conquer the city. And by the Napoleonic era, specifically in 1805, the Battle of Austerlitz took place about 10 kilometers from the city, and the residents of Brno witnessed a smashing French victory over the Austrian and French forces. If you venture down this way to Moravia, you can take in plenty of trips to explore amazing castles or battlefield locations. If you want to stay closer to the city of Brno, you can take in the beauty of the Cathedral of Saints Peter and Paul, built in the 14th century. Believe me, you can't miss it. It is a huge complex. If you want to pay tribute to the father of the science of genetics, Gregor Mendel, then you can pop into the Abbey of St. Thomas, where he established many of the rules of heredity. If you're looking to escape some of that summer heat, head down below the street level to the Brno Ossuary, which is the second largest ossuary in Europe only after the catacombs in Paris. You can also try your luck in the underground maze that is known as the Labyrinth Under the Vegetable Market, a system of underground corridors and cellars date back to the Middle Ages. Just be sure that you go with a tour guide because it might be a little easy to get lost in those dark tunnels. The final place we will tour tonight will be the most impressive Gothic and Baroque fortress in the region, known as Spielberg Castle. Its construction began as early as in the first half of the 13th century, by early Primalicid kings, and finally completed by King Ottokar II of Bohemia. There is plenty to see in this courtyard and around the ramparts. There are historic artifacts on display, as well as an art gallery. This is also my favorite spot in the city to walk around the fortress walls and overlook the entire area. The best time for a stroll around the castle heights is just before sunset when you have some quiet time and a place to yourself, and you can take in the beautiful Moravian scenery. This is the spot where I really enjoy Bruno the most. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this destination episode on the Bohemican Podcast. Feel free to drop by our website at bohemican.com for more podcasts and information on the Czech Republic, of course, from an American expat viewpoint. Also, visit our YouTube channel called Past Access. This is my newest adventure documenting my travels around the world from the seat of my wheelchair. The YouTube Past Access channel also hosts all of our Bohemian podcast videos on the Czech Republic, so make sure that you go by and visit. 
You can also support our efforts by donating to our Patreon account or making a purchase from our shop at podcastnickshop.com. You can find that link on our website as well. So for my co-host Travis Dow, I'm Pete Coleman, saying goodnight from Prague. You have been listening to the Bohemian Podcast with Pete Coleman and Travis Dow, proud members of the Agora Podcast Network. <laughs>